don't worry, they're not here to give you any marriage advice, but after listening, you may think that they need it. It's Cash and Casey on the Me Versus Her podcast. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Me Versus Her podcast. I'm your host, Cash. And I'm Casey. I have to say we've missed you guys. Some of you may have noticed we've been gone for a while. Yeah, it's been so long. Like almost three weeks, probably. We're going to start doing the show again, at least one show a week, but we had my mom in town. Um, Our daughter had a bunch of dance stuff going on and our son was wrapping up the end of the school year. So it's just been kind of crazy busy around here, but we will start to get at least one episode up a week again. That's the goal. Yeah, it's definitely the goal. Um, so I, I mean, we, like I said, we've been busy. We had our daughter's dance recital, which I don't know. How do you think that went? I think it went really well. She's only four years old. So, yeah, but it's pretty intense. Like some of these parents are pretty hardcore and some of these dancers are pretty hardcore. It's all ages there. But um, it was it was fun. It um, it was like Dance Moms, the show. Yeah, if you ever seen Dance like. Moms, that's what it seems like. It, it's like I mean, our first class that we did with her has been kind of mellow, but I think as as they get older, it's going to get a little bit more intense, especially with the parents. Yeah. But um, for we sure. went to the recital, and um, one of the things I thought was crazy was they didn't. I mean, people record everything these days, whether it's their kids like baseball games or i saw a video just online today of a lady um, their food <laughs> giving a lady was giving birth in, in the car on the way to the hospital Ew. she gave birth to herself and she's recording and it herself? somebody else was recording it which if i could find it again i had i saw it on twitter but i'll see if i get it on instagram uh, if i can find it, i'll put it on instagram why didn't you show me this because i just saw it just a few minutes ago anything medical and gross i really love so <laughs> yeah so I say ew, but I'm like, ew. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's kind of creepy. But like I said, everybody records everything these days, but we couldn't record any kind of video in the dancer's side. We couldn't even take pictures inside there. Yeah. But of I'm course, sure everyone did. They sell it, which was about, I think, $30 for the DVD or no, Blu-ray. I think it was 40 Yeah. And yeah. So you, and then they don't deliver it for like three weeks. So you can't even, you know, I mean, people are asking how the recital go. We couldn't show them any kind of video. Um, yeah. If your kids are in dance or if you're going to put them in dance, just know that you pay for everything. Yes, everything. literally everything. It's crazy. Everything, expensive. yeah, it's really expensive. And and she's just in like kind of the basic stuff. Like there's some people that are like in the traveling type club. It's like nine hundred dollars a month. Yeah, some of those kids are paying four or five hundred dollars a month. Yeah, very expensive. And anyways, and then we went to our son's uh, kindergarten graduation, which was. Very, I saw a lot of parents crying. It's just kindergarten, but it's sad. sad. Yeah, no, I agree. It's sad. I cried a little. There was a lot of parents crying out there. (laughs) It's kind of funny, but (laughs) you're all laughing at everybody. (laughs) No, it's sad to see your kids like getting older, moving on. They're just so sweet. The teachers and everything, they say such sweet things, and you're just like, Yeah, that's my baby. (laughs) That was intense, too, because I said, So we had to be there, I believe, nine, and I was like, Let's get there early. I'm like an early, I like to be there early for everything. And Casey, on the other hand, likes to be late to everything. I don't. I used to like to be early for everything. She, and I still she do. She tries to be early. It but just doesn't work out. If we're going to be somewhere by 9, I tell, okay, we have to leave the house by 7 because <laughs> she'll be ready by 8.30. So we get there. I said, let's get, we got there 15 minutes early before the doors open. And there was a line. Like, I know how these parents work. They're really just crazy about everything. So there was already a big line. Oh, so I know gets, where this is going. <laughs> yeah. So we, we're almost going to get inside. And I um, I forgot my ID. I said, have your ID. So I go back to the car and I tell her to stay in line, get us a seat because it's already pretty packed. I get back in line after getting my ID. I get inside. And next to my daughter is a little flyer for the graduation. Like it has all the kids' names in there. And I assume that's the one my wife put down to or Casey put down to, uh, to save my seat. So I start to move it. And the lady like sitting right there is like, excuse me, you can't move that. That's mine. Or you can't sit there. 
And I'm like, whoa, like, like, there's a nice way to say it. And she was like, very rude. So like, <laughs> I had to let a little rudeness come out too. I was, I don't even know how, I think I said something like, I was like, okay. I was like, relax, don't worry. I'll leave your thing there. I'm just trying to figure out where I'm supposed to sit here. And she kind of just like, I think I scared her, like my tone or something, because the rest of the time, first of all, she saves the whole bench. Like, yeah, I could see if you're saving a seat or two. She's saving like a spot for probably like six people. So I sit down and then after that, every time I look over there, she's kind of texting on her phone. I think trying to like tell people either hurry up or let me pretend I'm texting somebody because this guy looks really <laughs> peed off. Because I was I was mad. Like I was like, you don't have to be rude. But I kept it calm. But you don't even get mad. You can say you're mad, but you're like, oh, okay. I can get mad, but I was. <laughs> it's rare that I see rare. it. And when I do it, I can do it like in a weird way like that. How I was kind of like, okay, I'm like, relax. It's all right. I let her know. I was nice about it, but I let her know, okay, chill out. Life. Yeah. So she, yeah, she didn't look our way the rest of the time. And then her family, they came probably like five minutes before the thing started. So she had the empty seats there for like 40, 45 minutes. But anyways. I'm surprised nobody else tried to sit there. I almost booed her child when it was her child's No, time. you did not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's so sad. Yeah, I know. Like some, I mean, not to go too much detail into but we went to um, some weigh-ins for the fights one time. And this guy was saving one seat. And this lady comes and just sits down, just literally sits down, didn't ask us to anybody's seat. And the guy's like, excuse me, I was saving that seat for a family member or something that went up to the to the restroom. And she's like, well, you can't save seats. And he's like, excuse me? She was like rude. And he was like, I mean, he was nice about it. He was like, well, I was just saving that one seat. And she's like, it doesn't matter. You can't save seats. And I was like, just looking like, is this lady crazy? And she literally calls security over and she was like, um, excuse me, he said he was saving his seat. Is, is it open seats? And the guy, the security guard was just like, oh, it's first come, first serve. She's like, see, told you. Sorry, you can't save it. And I was like, <laughs> People are rude. yeah, I was like, what a B. <laughs> yeah, big B. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> off that. But um, yeah, so kindergarten graduation went pretty good. I like I was, how we keep it real clean. <laughs> moving, yeah, keeping it clean. I didn't, I didn't click explicit on iTunes <laughs> when I signed us up. So um, yeah, he graduated. He's moving on to first grade and he's oh, on summer break sad. now. It breaks my heart. Like, I'm so happy to see him grow up, but then I'm so sad that he's growing up. And they always have to sing these songs that are, like, really sad. Yeah. I'm and over it's there like, biting I'm my not, tongue, trying not to. <laughs> I'm not. I don't think I'm an emotional person, but it's like my eyes just start to fill up with water, and then they start coming out, and I try to wipe it, but it feels like oil or something. Like, it just doesn't stop. My face <laughs> is all wet. <laughs> so embarrassing. But yeah, congrats to him. He's moving on to the big first okay. grade. Class Change of 2019. Subject. Change the subject. <laughs> She's going to start crying again. <laughs> so usually we bring you guys some crazy stories um, we've come across. And since we've been gone for a couple weeks, there's been like so many things to choose from. So let's see here. Let's see what I got. I got, um, oh, speaking of, so I brought the, I'm bringing this one up because it reminds me of a situation we spoke, spoke about, spoke about a few weeks ago. Or actually the first show, I think. Um, so the headline was, man weirded out that someone broke into his house just to clean it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you said that. So, yeah, so we, um, if you haven't listened to all the episodes yet, go back to, I think, episode one. It was called Oven Gloves. We talked about where um, my oven gloves were missing when we came back from vacation. <laughs> I thought someone broke into the house just to move them. But basically, that's what happened to this guy. And remember, I'd say, that's just creepy that somebody would move my gloves. I mean, they could always clean our house. Yeah, so I guess he said... Nothing was actually missing or anything, but the beds were made, rugs were vacuumed, toilets were scrubbed, and there was an origami rose on the toilet paper rolls. <laughs> yeah, I heard about this. So he called police and they said there wasn't any kind of other reports of anything else happening like this. And they don't have any suspects or anything, which it says they don't have any su suspects, which to me, that's not really a suspect. They just cleaned your house. 
<laughs> maybe he hired them and he forgot. No, well, he did say the back door was open and maybe cleaning service came to the wrong house. That's what happens when you leave your doors unlocked. In, in our neighborhood, people are always complaining that um, their cars are getting broken into. We live in like the nicest neighborhood, but all the time somebody says that um, that their cars have been broken into. And it's because, and then they always say, I, I mean, I left the door unlocked, but I don't see why somebody would get in my car. And I'm like, come on, people. And then it goes on to. People tell it. Then there's like an argument in the. It's usually like in these Facebook groups, and somebody's like, "Well, why don't you park your car in the garage?" And then they're like, "Well, I don't have room in my garage. It's I have a bunch of storage." I'm, in I'm a hoarder. Yeah, and then people are like, "Well, that's not what a garage is for," which is true. You shouldn't just. I mean, you should have room for your cars. That's what it's made for. But anyways, that's a whole another. That's a whole another story we could talk about a different day. Um, so enough about complaining about the neighbors because they are always complaining. Um, the other day we talked about crazy laws. I think that was the last show we did. Mm-hmm. Um, remember I think so. crazy laws in different states. So I was kind of curious to know what kind of laws that you could do without. So I asked a few people what um, what laws can you do without, kind of what laws could you change. Do you have any in mind that you could change, that you have in mind that you would change? Mm, let's see. Not that I can think of right now. No. So I, mine is, I'm not really saying this is a law that would change, but it's one that's kind of debatable to me is I never really understand how, um, and usually kids are the ones saying this, I'm kind of going to speak up for them, is that um, you have to be 21 to drink, right? You should be 65. To drink. You should be, what? Yeah, 65 to drink. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so you have to be 21 to drink. They only have to be 18 to vote and 18 to go to war. So I don't understand the whole, I mean, I understand responsibility, I guess, but if, you, if you're sending them off to fight in a war at 18 years old, you should be able to have a drink at 18 years old. I, I don't really get that. I'm sure there's more to it and they could change my mind, but I just don't really understand that one. Why don't they raise it to 21? What, to go to war? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, one or the other. Change one or the other. Yeah, part. I think at 18, you're still such a kid. Like, I can't even imagine going off to war at 18 or, or doing anything like that. Yeah. Some of the people that wrote in, uh, Michelle in Arizona said she doesn't get the open carry law, which is only in some states. Um, but in Arizona, they have it. Anyone can carry as long as it's showing. She said it's just kind of dumb. A dumb law and unnecessary and back from the Western days. She also said it's just a matter of time before someone goes psycho, which is true. Yeah, I agree. That's just like owning a gun. Like, it could help you, but it could also, I think, put you in a worse situation at times. I mean, it just depends, I guess. Uh, We got Kirsch and Keto saying public intoxication laws need to go. She says you can be in a bar drinking, which is public. So basically, so you know, like basically be in a bar drinking. So what's the big deal? But you can't leave the room. You should be able to leave. I think you just, I mean, if you're acting a fool... Acting a fool. Yeah, or starting a fight. Then, yeah, take you in because you've been drinking. But if you're just walking down the road, a little a little lopsided, there should be no reason that you uh, go to jail for that. You think so? I don't know. Yeah, probably. But for what? Because some people can handle it and other people can't. No, no I'm saying if they're just a little, like walking a little but sideways. how do you know if you're a little or a lot? Exactly. Then you end up in the road dead. Yeah. Okay, if you end up in the road or you're crossing out into the road or somebody has to call the police because, hey, this guy's walking out to the road, then, yeah take them to jail. But if they're just walking down the road and they're like, hey, have you been having some drinks? Yeah, I've had a few. And I'm walking. I, ne- I never get that. Like people that sleep in their car, if you sleep in your car and you have the keys in your car, you can still get a DUI. Like I if feel that- If you're asleep and yeah, you don't even I, have any I alcohol believe so, in your system? Yeah. No, if you have alcohol in your system. Oh. But still, you didn't drive. You're like, you know what? I'm too drunk. I'm going to sit in my car or fall asleep in my car and in the morning I'll wake up and take off. And they can still, uh... I heard even if you have your keys in your pocket and you're in the parking lot, I don't know how true that is, but, or I'm sure certain states are different, but like if you're being responsible about it, I don't think they should be able to give you a DUI. Maybe take you to the drunk But most people are not responsible. So they just have to say, 
this is the law, nobody break it. Because the responsible ones won't. The irresponsible ones will. So if they just say this is it, then that's what it is. I don't know. Uh, I think alcohol is such a crazy thing and people just don't know their limits. So I'm Know all your limits, folks. <laughs> I'm all about the laws because I have kids and people are just not very smart. So staying on alcohol, Trevor says the DUI law, you shouldn't have any alcohol in your system at all. So he's, you know this point zero eight or something in yeah. most states. He says if you get pulled over and you have alcohol in your system at all, like you've drank one beer, then you should be arrested. I, I mean, I know that's going a little extreme, but... I mean, if you, why can't get a why can't you get an Uber or a Lyft or get a ride home? If you're gonna drink, whether it's one drink, two drinks, because you don't know. Yeah. Well, isn't that the whole public intoxication thing? Yeah, but they're driving. That's a whole different story than walking. I don't know. Some people walk pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, but they're not <laughs> enough they to hurt crash somebody into walking me. into me. I mean, yeah, they could cause an accident with a car, but I don't know. I, I mean, that's that goes that could get deep, I guess. Um, Suli, Suli. I like that name. I don't know if that's two people or just one person. Suli. Suli said, uh, you should have to be 18 to drive. She says, oh, yes, I agree with that one. And she says, if you are 16 and drive or 16 to 18 and you do drive, if you get pulled over something, your ticket should be double. Yeah, that's a good one. I like it. That is kind of, yeah. Because let me tell you, I don't know if it's just that I'm getting older, but lately I've been in the car and I look over to my- You're getting much older. (laughs) I what? Just kidding. What? What did you say? Um, I've been driving and I look over and I see like, Honestly, like a little baby driving the car and I'm like, ah, and I have to like move to the far right or far left because I don't want to be by them. But they look like little kids driving the car. Yeah, the kids. Yeah. And they like in our neighborhood, I feel like you see somebody flying down the road. It's usually like some kid that looks like they're 15 barely. Yeah. Bobby says he didn't agree with the mandatory. He doesn't agree with the mandatory seatbelt and motorcycle helmet laws, which, um, yeah, I mean, if you want to. Wait, he doesn't want to wear a seatbelt? Yeah. I mean, that's yours. I mean, if you don't want to wear a seatbelt and you want to kill yourself, hey. <laughs> yeah, I right? guess. Yeah. Same thing with a helmet. If you don't want to wear a helmet, nobody should force you to wear one. Well, in Arizona, you don't have to wear one. Arizona, I'm sure there's probably some others. Arizona's got some crazy laws. Um, you don't have to wear a helmet. You can still But ride. why would you not want to wear a helmet? I don't understand. Exactly. So if you don't want to wear one, don't wear one. Nobody's going to force you. If you want to go hurt yourself, you're not going to hurt anybody else. If you crash into somebody. Yeah. And you don't have a helmet on. That's not going to cause the accident to be worse for anybody else but yourself. Right. So, hey, if you don't want to wear it, don't wear it. Um, same thing with a seatbelt. If you don't want to wear a seatbelt, don't wear it. Get it I, I mean, don't understand why you wouldn't want to wear it. I don't know. It's <laughs> been it's crazy. been the law for so long now. Like, who cares? You know what I mean? You should be used to it. Because then what would happen is if you don't wear a seatbelt, then people start, well, they would stop putting seatbelts on their kids. They probably, You know what I mean? It would just get yeah. crazy. But even if it was optional, I would still put a seatbelt on. I just don't feel safe without it. Even if it didn't work, I feel like it's just a little bit of protection. Yeah. I, yeah. I used to be, I mean, when I was younger, I feel like I didn't wear it a lot when I was like, like when I get in somebody else's car. But nowadays I like put it on. She, Casey has a bad habit of taking her seatbelt off early. Okay. Barely. It's yeah. like, like we're, if we're pulling into the driveway, she starts to take it off. You're going less than one mile an hour and I take it off. There's still a possibility that I could crash into the garage. <laughs> I'm trying to protect you're you. You're already in the garage. It doesn't matter. What if I accidentally hit the gas at a break? We go through the wall. Well, by the time we don't have like a viper, you're not going to go zero to 60. And like... we do have a viper. Don't listen to me. <laughs> Honestly, no, we though. don't. But it's a bad habit. The kids can pick up on it and they're going to start unbuckling her because our son always says, can I unbuckle yet? Like as soon as I'm parking, I'm like, hold, hold your horses. Okay. Don't be like mom. She's anxious to get out. <laughs> Relax. Take a chill pill. <laughs> 
I don't know why I do that. It's like almost like a race. Like I have to have it off before you stop. But I like wearing it. So it's not like I don't like wearing my seatbelt. It's just something I do. They should do seatbelt uh, like, what is it called? You know, like the, like kids can't open the back door. You can lock it. I should be able to <laughs> lock your seatbelt so no. you can't go anywhere. No. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, so I'm not sure. Let's Speaking of seatbelts, it's going to spin off into another story. I'm not sure if you heard about, did you hear about Tiger Woods and his girlfriend are being sued? No. Why? For not wearing a seatbelt? No. Kind of kind of has to do with that. But So a bartender um, at that works at Tiger Woods' restaurant, um, I guess he got off at work at 3 o'clock the other day, stuck around, and had some drinks. Long story short, he tried to drive himself home, got into an accident, and, and died, which, of course, obviously, it's a sad story. But his parents are now suing Tiger Woods and his girlfriend who manages the restaurant. And um, the lawsuit, lawsuit states he was overserved. And they are saying that they knew he suffered, that the restaurant knew he suffered from the disease of alcoholism and not only ignored it, but fueled it by letting him drink to the point of severe intoxication. Like, mm. like I want to get into this, but I don't want to feel like people think I'm insensitive. Like, sad story. The guy passed away, you know, sad story that he had, like, alcohol problem. But I feel that somebody can't force, if they were hiding it, you know, like, oh, we, 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 um, what's it called when you, put some alcohol in somebody's drink and they don't know, spiked it. You know, I can see if somebody like spiked his drink or something, but if he's a grown, I mean, he's 20 something, I believe if he's a grown person, he should know he shouldn't drink. I mean, it's peer pressure. You know, you got to be able to say no to that. I don't, I don't feel that's something that you were should... they encouraging him to drink. No, I don't think they were like drink, drink, chug, chug. They just kept serving him. Like, I guess I'm sure he wasn't like, I need to go. No, here, have another one. But I just think he was just sitting at the bar having drinks and they kept bringing them to him. Just like, you would if you kept ordering drinks, you know? Yeah. I mean. That's so sad. See, people don't know their limits. And then. Yeah, he definitely. I just, I don't know. And I think I'd read that he was going to AA meetings. I guess if, I don't know. I guess if that was the case. If Did you they knew, know? I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I mean, if that was the case, I could see where you'd be like, hey, buddy, you know, you've had enough. Let's get you right home. Yeah. But um, like I said, I'm not, I'm not here to bash his alcoholism or anything. But and my issue kind of with this is. I sometimes think it's crazy when they want to blame somebody else, especially after the kid passed away. Like I know they're hurt. Like that's their son. That's, that's like, you know, that's, that's bad. But, um, that they're suing them. Like, can you, I mean, you can, but like, do you feel somebody should go after somebody for something that your kid did, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's not the craziest one I've ever seen, but I still sometimes feel like, why go off that? But what is that going to do? Like, you know I mean? That's not going to bring your son back. That's not going to, you yeah. know, like, are you really, if you really feel they're responsible, maybe, but if it's just because you're going after the money, like, I don't know. Yeah. I so agree. like I said, I know, I know that was a little serious, but, um, I did some research on other lawsuits that were pretty crazy that, uh, that one's not, like I said, that one's not that bad, but I'm going to read you some of the ones that I came across and maybe I'll have you guess to think if you think it's real or not. Okay. Let's see what I got here. So the first one is a man sued Anheuser-Busch, which is a beer company, for their ad because it showed tropical places and beautiful women. He said the ads were deceptive and misleading, and also they implied that a person's fantasies could become reality. He sued them for $10,000 in damages for physical and mental injury, (laughs) emotional distress, and financial loss. I'm pretty sure this is true. All right. And do you think he won or lost? Um, I think he won. He is real and he did not. He lost. 
Really? Yeah. I guess they pretty much said, hey, dude, you should know better than to think that girls are going to come to your house and you're going to live in a tropical place all of a sudden after drinking our drinks. Did they do a settlement of any kind? I don't think so. I think they just uh, threw out the case. Wow. I feel like people win everything these days. Like, you can win anything. You can sue for anything and you can win for anything. It's crazy. Yeah. I wonder, do you think he seriously thought that there was going to be like a tropical place in the background all of a sudden and like beautiful women all of a no, sudden? No, I think, think he's, he's just being yeah, a jerk. Yeah, I think he's just being a jerk and he's like, oh, I can sue them for false advertisement and blah, blah, blah. That's crazy. People are crazy. Yeah. The next one, a judge sued, so this guy was already, a, he was a judge. The customer was a judge. He sued a cleaners because they lost his pants. They eventually <laughs> located the pants, but he refused to accept them saying they were not his, even though I guess the cleaners had proof that they were his, I don't know, like a tag on them or something. Um, he sued the cleaners for $67 million. What kind of pants were these? <laughs> <laughs> I told you, you that's, can sue for anything. That's what I And did he win? Um, well, okay. First he said they failed. This is kind of, he kind of has them here. He says they failed to honor a satisfaction guaranteed sign displayed at the store, mm. which is true. If yeah. they had a sign up saying satisfaction guaranteed, and you're not satisfied, is that false advertisement? I guess, but then anybody can say they're not satisfied. Well, then don't have the sign-up saying yeah. satisfaction don't get that. guaranteed. Don't get that sign. If you're a business owner, take your sign down. <laughs> satisfaction not guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. He lost and also wasn't uh, re-elected as a judge after that. So I don't know if that had something to do with it. Um, next up we have Marcy Meckler was shopping at the mall when she was attacked by a squirrel near a grassy area. She sued, she sued the shopping center for at least $50,000 because she claimed they were responsible for failing to warn her of the squirrel's presence and encouraging, and they were encouraging the squirrel to be in the courtyard by regularly feeding it. That is not real. Well, that <laughs> I bet that's real, but she did not win. Please tell me she did not win anything. She did not win. Oh, but why shouldn't goodness. she be able to uh, sue them for that? Come on. <laughs> I mean, if people are feeding the squirrel and they know it's around there, there should be signs up. Don't you think? No. I'm just kidding. I mean, well, for instance, was it Disney World where somebody, a little kid got killed, ate by an alligator or something? They have signs up over there. Or even here uh, um, in desert areas, Arizona, there are signs that say yeah, but, scorpions, yeah. like scorpions in this area, snakes, rattlesnakes, please leave the nature, like the natural animal. Okay, but you don't alone. go to the zoo and they don't say beware of animals. There's probably a sign up front nowadays. No, there's not. Yeah, because people are always falling. I don't understand the people fall into these cages. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. <sighs> people, people, people. Next up, Alan Heckard of Oregon. <laughs> You're kind Oregon. of irritating me with all these stories. Hey, <laughs> I'm trying to irritate you. Alan Heckard of Oregon sued Michael Jordan. You know who Michael Jordan is, right? Yeah. If somebody doesn't know who Michael Jordan basketball is. Basketball player. A basketball player. He played for the Bulls. I hear he's not very good, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> he sued Michael Jordan for a... $416 million simply because he looked like him. I don't know. Okay, I don't know who's old. I don't know if Michael Jordan looked like him or if he looked like Michael Jordan. But anyways. You can't do that. Well, he did. Heckard said he his resemblance to the basketball legend caused emotional pain and suffering um, and permanent injury. I don't know how. Oh he God. also sued Nike for the same amount, blaming them for making Jordan a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> He lost. He said he was constantly being mistaken for and compared to Michael Jordan, which affected his day-to-day -day life and made it impossible for him to attend church, ride public transportation, or play sports in public. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, because he was embarrassed. <laughs> he wasn't a very good basketball player. Man, you ain't Michael Jordan. You look like him, but you don't shoot like him. 
Can you that's imagine church? Real. He that's can't even. Real. He's saying he can't even sit oh, at okay. church. Put it back over your. He's face. trying to pray, and they're like, <laughs> "Hey, Jordan, yo, Jordan." <laughs> that was real, actually. And he didn't get anything. No, I don't think he. I think they threw that one out. I forgot. I, to write. I would be. I so irritated if I was a judge, and I saw all these cases come across my big desk. I'd be like, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> That just that would just annoy me. I've heard of before I go into the next one. I there, I mean, there's plenty that I've heard, and some I don't know if they're real. When I was looking these up, some these are all real, I believe. But some I would find, I was like, oh, that's a good one. And then I came across another website where it's like fake lawsuits that you think are real. Like one that was real was the lady that sued McDonald's for the coffee being too hot. That's real, right? Yeah, that was real. Yeah. But there was one where somebody was trying to sue a. Uh, um, chapstick company because they couldn't get to the bottom of the chapstick like, it wasn't usable so they were saying you know yeah you can't do that but I guess it's called there was a name for it where it's called it's like a filler area same thing with bags of chips they, they don't fill them to the top that's why the air but I guess it's it's legal to do that so speaking of chapstick I, I do this every single time you know how there's like the stick in the middle yeah when you're raising it up yeah and then so it goes up 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 and then eventually there starts to get like this hole you know, yeah. the whole shows. And then once I see that, I like to take it all the way down again. And it goes all the way down. And then I go back up. And then it pushes like, I don't know, like a little stick of chapstick up. Do you use that? Or <laughs> I do it, it every single time. I don't know why. So you get the you get your money's worth? You get it I all try. I try. And then if you get like a little lipstick brush, you can stick it in there and then get all of it. I'm sounding really <laughs> cheap right now, but. Yeah. <laughs> Very cheap. Um, there was one... Um, I didn't write the details down on this one. There was one where somebody was trying to sue Starbucks for um, putting too much ice in the cup. They said it wasn't an actual, yeah, they were saying there was more ice than there was of the drink and they weren't given the proper serving size. I love ice. Oh, a good one, which I had down. I don't know what happened to it. A man, this is real, sued Red Bull because he did not get wings after drinking the drink. Oh my gosh. But and then he... the logo, it, I mean, their their slogan says Red Bull gives you ring, wings. So yeah, I think, I think so does Maxi Pad. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful of what you uh, you're saying. Did he win? Your, huh? Did he win? I was like, what are you talking about, Maxi Pad? You know the wings. Yeah. <laughs> always or maybe it's always so Jay Z wings. I guess he didn't. <laughs> I don't know. He didn't win. Like I don't think he was just doing it for himself. I guess, but he got. So this was I don't know the year. It actually Red Bull actually settled and they put aside like. Was it three million or fourteen million? It was a lot, fourteen million maybe. And if you bought a Red Bull between the years of like there were certain years, you could go on a website and get a ten dollar, um, like gift card basically or ten dollar uh, refund. And for not went, getting wings. And for a certain amount of people, it went out too because they false advertised it. I guess they basically, um, yeah, they basically uh, settled and just basically with everybody, whoever wanted to come back and to their website, sign up and get their ten dollars, they got ten dollars. And they put a, uh, aside a certain amount of money until that was gone, and then that was it. And I yeah. guess they probably changed their slogan. I don't know. I haven't seen, or I don't know if the bottom commercial now says "won't really give you wings." Uh, yeah, but I, I mean know. that's true. If it says I don't hear that anymore. Actually. Red Bull will give you wings. Then I mean, I never understood that. Why? I don't, Why did I, it say that? Because it gives you energy. So they saying you have energy to fly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's go on to the next one I had here. This is the last one. And it feels like this is so fast. It's it's been so fun and we've been gone for so long that this That's show just it. flew it's by. It's almost, ending? we're almost done. No, yes, carry on. I think we're almost at our time limit no, where our buzzers are going to start. No, we're not. It's kick, not over. Don't let it end. Kick us out of here. <laughs> In 1992, 23 year old Karen Norman accidentally backed her car into uh, this is Galveston Bay, so like a lake or an ocean. After a night of drinking, um, another sad one. Norman couldn't operate her seatbelt and drowned. 
Her parents sued Honda for making a seatbelt that their drunken daughter, um, it says that she was nearly twice the legal limit, couldn't open underwater. But and isn't it hard to get a seatbelt off underwater? Uh, I've never tried. Well, neither have I, but I thought it was always hard to do. Well, if it is, do you think they should make it where it shouldn't be hard? I mean, there should be an emergency crash. release button on a seatbelt. Yes. Well, seatbelt only has because one button. Because your mom, so remember when she got stuck in the seatbelt? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, she wasn't underwater. Once it my mom got stuck in the seatbelt, like around her her arm and oh. neck was somehow <laughs> through it. I don't know. It, she, Casey thinks it's the funniest story ever. It was the ever. funniest thing. And I kept getting tighter and tighter every time she moved. I think there's a video of a guy online. The same thing happened to him. And I just remember crying. I was laughing so hard. And this was like one of the maybe the second or third time that I had like interacted with your mom. And I'm like busting up laughing at her because she's like getting, I don't know, trapped in the seatbelt. And it was so funny. And you're driving so fast and you're turning. And every time you turned, she would get tighter and tighter in her seatbelt. And I was just laughing and See? laughing. Lesson learned. Don't try to take off your seatbelt early. <laughs> but had she had the emergency release, she could have saved herself. Maybe. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, a jury, um, they, they sued Honda and a jury found Honda 75% responsible for Karen's death and awarded the Norman family $65 million. Oh my God. But then at the end, it says an appeals court throughout the case. So I don't know if that means Honda appealed it and then they went back to court or... And then it got throughout, or if they got their sixty-five million, and then I don't know, I don't know how that works. Do you know? No. No. So basically, the Norman family got sixty-five million dollars uh, for their daughter's seatbelt not working. I mean, it sucks you lose. I mean, really, yeah. no amount of money yeah. could bring back your family member. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a lot of money, but I'm sure they still obviously uh, miss their daughter and stuff. But um, yeah, that's the last one. I need to invent the emergency release seatbelt button in a car. I think they sell. I want to say, you know that little thing that you could buy that like breaks oh, the yeah. glass yeah. if you're underwater? I, I want to say it also and has it, like, like cuts a, your yeah, seatbelt. Seat so they kind of already have yeah, that. Yeah, but in that kind of situation, you're not going to be able to find it. See, what they should do is that should be... Or what if it's in the glove compartment and you're like locked up in your seatbelt and you can't sure. reach it? Well, then car companies need to come up with something that where it's like hanging or it's accessible or even like on a little string like next to, you know, like your name badge when you were placing that little string. You yeah. Pull, like that. So you can pull it from the glove box, or not the glove box, from your center console, boom, cut some way. Yeah, so smart. So, so that's so it. Smart. We're going to be back again once a week. So make sure to tune in, tell your friends. And again, we're on iTunes. We are on um, TuneIn Radio app. We are on I don't <laughs> the list in front of me. We're on Stitcher. iTunes, Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher Radio. We are on iHeartRadio. And we are on Google Play Music. And now that we're five episodes in, we are going to try to get on Spotify. So that pretty much covers everything. I don't think we could be anywhere else, can we? Besides the actual radio. But then, I don't know. I don't want commercials. So I think we're good like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so, good. So until next time, we'll see you guys later. Bye.